September 16th, 1984, Marvel Studios. Hey there, Steve! Ready for the show tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I think so. Looks like everything. Yeah, great, whatever. Shut up! I wanna make Get you. Up. Ah! Hey, what are you two fucks doing? We're saving the future! Hey, what's uh, going on? Shut, Shut up, up, Steve! Okay. Creepy glue for all your adhering, coked out salesmen to keep still. Time machine needs. Creepy glue should not be used for excessive time alteration purposes. Ow, that's my coke nostril. Keep still. My shoes fell off. He's on, hit the switch. It's it's actually a button. Oh, just do it. I'll get you both and your little podcast Where did you send him? to the Shadow Zone. How? Spookerosity. That's the wrong pro- you know what, never mind. Oh, uh, who are you guys? Oh, hey there, Steve. You wanna make a bet with me? Oh, come on, man. We've done enough damage for one day. Let's just review an episode of Transformers Prime. All right. Autobots, transform. <laughs> Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I am slowly going crazy. One, two, three, four, five, six, switch. Crazy going slowly, am I? Six, five, four, three, two, one, switch. Ah, uh, music class in elementary school. And uh, today is episode 26 of season two of Transformers Prime. We're at the end of it. It is the darkest hour. This episode was directed by Vinton Hook. It was written by Steve Melching. And the last time on Transformers Prime, the Autobots armed themselves with all the relics they had to make their mm, way to Cybertron in order to stop Megatron from using the Omega Keys. And in this episode, Megatron orders Starscream to open Jack's container. Yep. And now uh, we come back and the Decepticons are still holding up the kids. And Miko's like kicking the glass of hers. It's like, uh, honey, if you break that, then, well, it's not going to end well. And yeah, now, really? she's going on like, I didn't want my first trip to Cybertron to be like this. I'm like, well. Well, no. <laughs> well, the interesting thing, though, is uh, that all the kids, Raph is a little iffy on this one, but the other two are definite. They're, they're like, hey, we'll sacrifice ourselves to save Cybertron. The Autobots put themselves in the line to save Earth, so kill us, we don't care. And then Optimus is like, please don't kill them. But Megatron's like, well, that's it then. Open the jars, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Optimus is like, nah, I won't let them do it. So he just jams the star saber into the ground and backs up away from it and the other autobots like deactivate their gizmos like rc takes the armor off and they all throw them over to where the sword is and and i am completely on not on team optimus anymore like what the fuck he this is the stupidest thing he has done this is dumber might be dumber than anything optimus primal ever did (laughs) oh wow like this is really did why why does he think megatron's just gonna agree eh whatever we'll get into it but optimus fucking screws the pooch in this episode royally everything that happens from here on out optimus prime's fault anyway <laughs> they then megatron he so they give up the relics and megatron's oh and it's important to remember they give up the relics uh but megatron um then says uh actually you know what i want the omega keys per each kid so uh bulkhead gives an omega key and he gets miko bumblebee gives an omega key he gets raf then megatron said oh and if this one could hold the whatever it was key to alpha Trion, yeah i get two Ooh, he's worth two. I love what Bulkhead says when he walks up to Knockout to change his key for Miko. He's like, man, if you try anything with her, I'll make you eat this fucking thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I like that. 
but yeah, so Megatron gets all four keys, and then a ground bridge opens up, and a shit ton of Viacons mm-hmm. run out and surround the Autobots. Yeah, you didn't see that coming, and back at the base, Ratchet gets a phone call, and he's like, Optimus? But no, it's June. Yeah. And uh, she asks, if we haven't seen her in a while, so it's kind of nice, but uh, she's like, yeah, is Jack hanging out with you guys today? I haven't seen him all day, and well, no, uh, I haven't seen him either, but uh, if he shows up, I'll tell him to call his mother, and uh, sorry, I gotta keep the line free, bye, click. <laughs> it's like literally <laughs> hangs up on her. Uh, and then back on Cybertron, Megatron opens up the Omega lock. And so the, it's the same thing we saw when the Autobots did it. But this time it like shoots a beam of energy at some of the rubble in, yeah. on Cybertron. And it, it hits this ruined tower. And when like the smoke clears or the light clears, it's good as new. It's fixed right up. And even the Autobots are impressed. They're like, ooh, they are. Ah. But that's like one building, and it took a half a minute. It, yeah. It's going to take a long time to restore Cybertron if that's. And it also it just fixes buildings. I thought it was going <laughs> to like reignite the core. Anyway, um, Optimus then turns to Megatron and says, "Now, please save all of Earth and give me a hug. And you're a very pretty boy. Yeah, you got what you want to let the humans go." And Megatron's like, uh, "I wouldn't send them home if I were you, bud, because uh, believe me, they're going to be safer here." Yeah, which not really, <laughs> but anyway, turns out what Megatron has decided is, "Fuck it, I'll terraform Earth as well, and I'll rule two planets or, or cyberform it." I think they call it. Yeah, he's like, "Why rule one world? I can have two. And this space bridge opens above the omega lock and megatron fires the beam up through it and sure enough it it's about to hit earth so i guess they moved the thing out from behind the moon (laughs) conveniently but uh then we go back to earth and june is trying to call jack again and um like the ground shakes and she runs outside and she witnesses this giant beam of energy off in the distance coming down from the sky and slamming into earth yep and back at the base everything's going pear-shaped and ratchet like hopes oh, hope this has to do with the omega lock well i guess it kind of does yeah your wish is about yeah, to be granted, and on but... cybertron miko's like well if the omega lock can restore cybertron won't it just do the same thing to earth so like what are we worried about and optimus says no it's gonna cyberform it basically it's gonna rebuild earth in the, in a new matrix and it's gonna wipe out all indigenous life commercial break mm-hmm. and when we come back back on cybertron megatron is trying to pick out a name for his new planets like will i call it new k-on or gilded uh oh what the hell did he call gilded, it? gilded earth, earth yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh what it's this this pisses me off because optimus finally does something but it's way too little too late and it's he shoots himself in the foot basically okay so he whips out his arm blades he hacks off a bunch of or hacks up a bunch of vehicons grabs the star saber and then runs at the omega lock but omega gets in his way and they clash swords again yeah but then optimus just Cuts the the Prime's arm that Megatron has on clean off at the elbow. Yeah. And then he just runs for the other Decepticons and they start shooting at him. And he like jumping front kick Starscream right in the face. <laughs> and then comes down on the Omega lock with the sword and destroys it. And it just sends everybody flying. And of course the jars don't break. So, you know, the kids are fine. Yeah. You know, for try And I know I said earlier, I'm going to just shit on Optimus. But I- and I apologize. I feel... This feels as bad as when I was doing Optimus Sucks episodes during Beast Machines, but yeah. like what he has done here is wrong on every level. He gives like he he gives up the future of Cybertron for these three kids, somehow assumes that Megatron isn't going to just kill them anyway, and then in a brash move destroys the only hope for Cybertron. Like why not just 
Okay, you chop off Megatron's arm, he's right in front of you and literally disarmed. Cut his fucking head off. Yeah, why stop with one arm? He's got another one. Get that one off too. It'd be like the fucking Monty Python with the Black Knight. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? For somebody who has the wisdom of the primes, he is acting so irrational here. It it fucking boils my blood. I'm really upset (laughs) at how they wrote optimus in this episode and grumble 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 the energy beam stops hitting earth yeah and back on earth ratchet's computer comes back online and he he finally gets a hold of optimus and he's like ratchet we need a space bridge home so ratchet opens a space bridge the autobots all start to run into it they do get away with the kids make a break for it yeah and then starscream goes fuck it you can't believe you got away and (laughs) knockout comes in he has some smart ass line but it doesn't really matter because starscream just says go check on our little leader backhands him and says yeah go look after megatron and he's like oh prime will pay for dooming their planet to remain a lifeless husk yeah but megatron just kind of laughs to himself and he's delighted (laughs) pretty much that and he's delighted he says uh, something like they 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 can can run run." but they can never run home again and this is where megatron Hmm. works in this episode is that he's fucking insane he doesn't care that Cybertron will never be alive again. He's, He's just, really coming close to Galvatron kind of stuff at this point. Yeah. Very much, very much so. So uh, back on Earth, uh, the Autobots uh, bridge into Optimus HQ, and Ratchet's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? The Won't children. somebody tell me what's going on? Yeah, but nobody wants to talk. And they don't even open the jars. <laughs> like know, It, it the doesn't show them opening, out. but eventually the kids are out. But Bulkhead is just like, Optimus destroyed the Omega Lock. And then there was the the line. That I didn't realize I'd been waiting for this line all season. And Optimus is like, I did what was necessary. I couldn't risk any harm coming to Earth. And Ratchet's like, Optimus, we needed that. <laughs> so, and Ra- Ratchet then, like, he starts getting real angry. Kind of like how I was just a while ago. So... I'm on Team Ratchet now, but uh, everybody's like, dude, it was all, he had to do it. He did the right thing. Yeah. Dude, calm down. And there's no point in crying over spilled milk and blah, blah, blah. But Ratchet he keeps saying, to save no. the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Ratchet keeps pointing out there had to be other alternatives. Like, this was brash and stupid. And John was right the whole time. Yes. What about our planet? All that fighting, all the death and destruction yeah. for nothing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> millions have died over billions of years in these fucking wars, and Optimus threw it away for three kids yep and rc tells him look so man it's, like it or not it happened so we have to deal with it and also we have bigger problems the decepticons have shown they're willing to use humans as bargaining chips against us right so they use the kids this time they're not going to stop now and then they get a call from fowler going what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah they're we're about to go to defcon one that means imminent nuclear war all right so just well, maybe it is, but... It... Well, it, it kind of... Yeah, because, well, Optimus is like, what are you talking about? And he says, you know what? Go to the surface and take a look, fry guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he goes up there, and it's it almost, almost looked like the tower from... Uh, oh, I totally forgot the, the G1 episode where they go to New York. It's one of my favorite episodes, too. Oh, City of Steel. Thank you. Where it has the Optimus Prime's arm on the top with the fucking gun on it. Yeah, and there's good... There's good. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Uh, it, but it's it's way more complex. It's more aligned continuity looking. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's a giant tower and Optimus is like, well, Fowler lands with his helicopter. And again, he's like, what the hell is going on? And uh, Megatron built a, forest, a fortress. Yeah. Optimus is like, it's just the first phase of the cyber forming of Earth. It's Megatron's fortress. And Fowler's like, really? 
here <laughs> in Jasper, Nevada. Uh, oh, by the way, I evacuated the entire town. Yeah, 15 minutes. I got everyone out. No one gave me any trouble because this is America and people always do what the government tells them and nobody has a you can't tell me what to do attitude. No, sir, not here. And they all wore masks. Ah, but um, Optimus <laughs> says he built it here because he knows this is where our base is, which, eh, um, whatever. Uh, we have a commercial break. And when we come back, Megatron stands up on the deck of the nem- flight deck of the Nemesis and he orders the Viacons to unleash an assault. Yep, he's addressing the truth. That bastard Optimus ruined Cybertron, so they're going to conquer this planet. And he says, which I have to point out, this is exactly what Optimus said he was going to do if he took control of Cybertron. He said he'll take control of Cybertron and blame it all on us. Now, Optimus has bungled it, (laughs) blown the whole thing, and Megatron is still dumping it on the Autobot. So Optimus did all the wrong things, and Megatron is still, his plan is still going along pretty much flawlessly. Pretty much. Megatron's like Decepticons. I never thought I'd say this, but... Give us Rodimus Prime. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So yeah, Megatron's like Decepticons transform and rise up. I was like, yeah, say roll up. But see, a Starscream leads the assault, and these guys look different now. They're silver instead of purple. Do you notice that? They do, and Starscream is like a hundred percent on Team Decepticon again. Oh yeah. He, he's uh, definitely wearing the hat for them. Oh, again. yeah. So these guys strafe the base, but everybody's fine. And then a wave of Insecticons attacks them. And yeah. they go down like really easily. Like these guys used to put up a hell of a fight, but it's like and down. Yeah. Like, In fact, at one point, okay. Optimus just gives a swipe with the Star Saber and takes out like a Legion. Of, well, I don't know what, how many a Legion is. Yeah, it's like a couple dozen. of Yeah, them. yeah. Um, in one fell sweep. So anyway, the Autobots hold off the attackers a bit for a bit. Uh, but then Optimus says, everybody fall back. So they all start going back in. As Fowler has balls of fucking steel, got, gets in his helicopter, and Optimus is like, what are you doing? He's like, my fucking job. Two ton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he calls Bulkhead. Uh, yeah, so the Autobots head inside, and Fowler flies into the approaching Decepticons. He's firing away. And inside, Jack and Ratchet are like, okay, what's going on out there? And they tell them the Decepticons are attacking, and Fowler's trying to fight them off. <laughs> and we go back out to Fowler, who's calling in for air support from the military, because he's vastly outnumbered. Oh, and yeah. all, like he's calling in, calling in for help, nothing comes. He's like, please. And then these laser beams come out of nowhere in the sky, blast off a couple vehicons, and he's like, sweet, the Pentagon answered. And Wheeljack's like, nope. I did, bitch. <laughs> yep. And Ratchet seems really surprised to hear from him again. And Wheeljack of the radio is like, hey, I'm still an Autobot doc. Always will be. Still, we're always in the same team. It was that I like that moment. That's what he says, yeah. So yeah. Optimus orders Ratchet to open the ground bridge. Everybody's going to split up uh, one kid, one Autobot, and they're all going to go to different locations. Yep. So Bumblebee and Raph go first. And outside, the Nemesis kind of parks itself over the Mesa that the the base is in and Megatron walks to the tip of the bow and inside Ratchet is bridging the Autobots and the kids out and uh, Miko and Bulkhead are up and Jack and Miko look at each other because Jack's sitting on RC and this isn't the first time I think there might have been something between them they never talked about or they they never got to just just the way they look at each other I agree because she tries to wave and he won't look at her and then she looks sad and Bulkhead drives off now if yeah because she's like 12 isn't she or 14 well, no, i think she's like 15 and jack 15, is 16, 16. So. okay yeah. okay so then that kind of works that there could be a budding romance there more than anything i've been seeing it as like a sign of growing respect between the two but either way yeah she and bulkhead bridge out and then jack bridges out on rc yeah and meanwhile june is driving to autobot headquarters in a vehicle starts shooting at her car so she's like 
make doing all these evasive maneuvers in the road and she spins out and it transforms and lands and like she sees it and, and she starts honking the horn at it like what is that gonna do i know i know oh like it's gonna get scared and run off like rotor but anyway uh as, as she's like you know it, it aims its cannon at her it's about to shoot her and uh fowler flies in from behind and uh blasted away with its mm-hmm. his helicopter and it dies on the hood of her car and agent yeah. fowler lands and she runs for the helicopter, and meanwhile, Wheeljack is still flying around, shooting these guys down, but Starscream gets in behind him and fires his missiles, and Wheeljack tries evasive maneuvers, but they hit him, and he goes down. Yeah, and then um, we go to uh, Smokescreen, or into the Autobot base, and Smokescreen, he's the last one to bridge out, He's well, second last, he salutes to Optimus, transforms, he bridges out. And then Optimus turns to Ratchet and says he's going to stay here and ensure that the Decepticons cannot follow them. Mm, and Ratchet's like, oh, I can't believe it's come to this. But he goes through the bridge. He he leaves. Yeah. Optimus and, has a line where he says, neither could I. And seconds before Ratchet went out, I said the same thing, but in a much more sarcastic, judgmental <laughs> tone. Meanwhile, in the sky above, the Nemesis deploys the big fucking gun. And uh, Oh, boy. This is like Fowler- out of Independence Day. Oh, I know. Feller and June are in the helicopter, and she has no hearing protection, so what a gentleman, you know. Just, so <laughs> well, maybe deaf. he didn't have another set of whatever. Yeah, he should have had an extra, like, invincible suit that he wears to give her. <laughs> you just see her, like, it's the exact same suit. With, It'd like, be funny if it was just, yeah, the same body model, body model with, with June's head, head yeah. on top. <laughs> it turns out that Fowler's, like, really thin and, like, toned, but it's just the suit that makes him look like he's got the paunch. <laughs> Anyway, the nemesis charges up and blasts Optimus HQ and destroys it in a ball of fire just as Optimus brings the Star Saber down on the ground bridge uh, control panel. Oh, that's what it was. I just said he brings it down on some computer just as the gun fires. Uh, yeah, and uh, Fowler and June see this happen and the place is just totaled. And uh, Megatron transforms and flies down with Starscream. And uh, Starscream's like, yep, this is the place, all right. And Megatron's like, nope. It was the place. Yeah, they find that big Autobot de- uh, insignia on the yeah, floor. And uh, Starscream says something like, uh, United we stand, divided they fall. And the camera then pans over across the rubble and the burning, and you see Optimus's hand kind of sticking out of the rubble, not moving, and no to be continued. That's just the end of the fucking season. Optimus has had enough for one day. He cuts off Megatron's arm and then cleaves the Omega Lock in half with the Star Saber, which sets off an explosion, and when we come back, everything is on fire. Fire, children, needs three things to occur. Fuel, heat, and oxygen. And if it has enough of each, it'll start a chain reaction that'll sustain itself until one of them runs out. It's called the fire triangle. Let's start with oxygen. If you stood on the surface of Mercury or Mars or the Moon and lit a match, before you died from asphyxiation or being microwaved alive by unfiltered radiation, nothing would happen. There is either no or not enough oxygen to start a fire. That means Cybertron has oxygen and enough of it to sustain a fire. And you might be like, aha, he's going to talk about how the kids should be able to breathe. No, oxygen only makes up about 21% of the Earth's atmosphere. You're breathing in all kinds of gases right now, and 78% of it is nitrogen. You breathe it in, right back out. It's useless to us, but thankfully it's harmless. 
Megatron even said last time the atmosphere would kill the humans. Like, maybe it's 20% oxygen, but 80% chlorine. You could still start a fire, but you'd probably die before the match burnt out. But never mind that. The fire also needs fuel, and the entire planet is made out of metal. How did the kids survive an explosion that was so hot it set metal on fire? That's like 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. The jars they're in wouldn't help. Glass melts at less than half that temperature. And what about the Transformers? Presumably they're made of the same shit the planet is made out of. Why aren't they on fire and running around like idiots slapping each other with the hot mops trying to put it out? I mean, come on. Here we are at the end of Season 2 of Transformers Prime. The next episode we're going to record is the Season 2 wrap-up. And uh, if you want to see something that should have been wrapped up a long time ago, I probably used that joke already, which just is further proof we should have been wrapped up. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, whatever you listen to your rap music with. Ah. Hey. And uh, tell all your friends so everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. So, uh, what do we do for the next 37 years? What do you mean? We don't have a time machine anymore. Oh, yeah. We really should have planned this out better. Hey, want to watch Transformers the movie? I don't think that comes out for another two years. Well, shit.